Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. I'm Dush Ramachandran. My guest today is Matt Holleran, who is the general partner at Cloud Apps Capital Partners. Um, and uh, Matt is a, uh, he helps people get financing for their uh, companies and helps uh, uh, executives and CEOs uh, who have had the opportunity to exit. Um, helps them understand what types of businesses they should be investing in, what the challenges are. Matt, welcome. Thank you. Very good. So tell us a little bit about um, Cloud Apps Capital Partners. What what do you do uh, in more detail than I just described? And um, why would this be of interest to somebody who's just um, you know, who's in a small business uh, trying to raise financing. Capital Partners is a venture capital firm um, that invests in global uh, market leaders 
uh, in the cloud business application market. And in particular, we focus on a stage we refer to as the classic Series A financing, uh, when entrepreneurs might have two people and no product or a small group of people and, and starting to see customers get traction with their business application. And we will lead financings that might be 4 or $10 million and take a board seat and, and help them along their way, either in introducing them for partnerships or to other executives or to other investors. So that's what Cloud Apps Capital Partners does, is uh, we're a focused firm in the cloud business application market at the classic Series A stage. Okay. As far as what entrepreneur, entrepreneurs who may be listening, as they think about if they are cloud business application companies, if they think about what's the, the right way to build their business, should they take on capital or not, and what kinds of partners should they engage, should they do so, uh, we think that, that, uh, that this might be a useful dialogue for them. Okay. So um, just let's drill a little bit deeper into that. Um, so you described uh, Cloud Apps Capital Partners as a, comp- as a venture capital f- company that invests primarily in uh, Cloud Apps companies. Uh, is that exclusive or do you invest in other types of technologies other than Cloud Apps? Uh, we're focused on the global cloud business application market, and we won't make investments in consumer or healthcare or semiconductor or anything else. We're glad there are other firms that focus in those areas, uh, but we think this is one of the most exciting global markets that there is, and we think we have some unique capabilities that help us to see uh, good opportunities and help entrepreneurs build great category-leading businesses. Okay. Great. Now, in picking companies that you would choose to invest in, what are, I mean, this is, this is probably uppermost in the minds of many of our listeners, which is, what do you look for when you invest in a company? Well, first is in the, the business application market, um, great companies, uh, companies like Workday, um, not in our portfolio, but they, they support the human resources executive and finance executives all over the world. WarSalesForce.com, where I was an executive um, long ago, where they really support the vice president of sales. But we look for business titles, directors, managers, vice presidents, that a, a business application company can really build their business around to make them successful. And as a result, um, that's the number one thing we look for is what's the, what's the title these businesses are building their businesses around. The second thing we look for is what's the global scale of that market opportunity. Now, there are some market opportunities that, that should take on venture capital, and there are some that may not be big enough for venture capital, but they're still exceptional businesses. Um, but we want to make sure that the, the category itself is large enough on a global scale um, to potentially be a public uh, global category leader at some point. And the third thing we look for is, is the domain expertise of the founders. Have they lived the problem on the other side? Have they built applications to serve this executive before? Um, but really have to have the domain expertise in the problem and on the product. And then we can help them to supplement with other executives in other areas. But those are the three things that, you know, that we look for. And we would encourage entrepreneurs on the phone who are listening is if you have a venture scale, uh, global market opportunity, it's a very good idea to engage venture capital. If you don't, you can still build an, an exceptional business, but it may not be a good idea to work with the venture community. Okay. And so um, for, for someone that's developing a cloud app that has global potential and they are solving a problem that they themselves have experienced and uh, this, this in some way uh, has you know, great potential, um, 
You know, you always hear stories, uh, especially uh, entrepreneurs are often, you know, told stories about how uh, when they invited uh, venture capital firms to come uh, invest in them and help them, uh, they got what is popularly known in the industry as an early haircut, um, where you know they were they were significantly diluted. They lost the uh, control, decision making control, and creative control over their companies. And you know you hear horror stories. Um, obviously, not every story ends that way. There are many many happy endings. Um, what what would you suggest that um, entrepreneurs and founders do? to protect themselves from getting an early haircut? Well, I think first is, is if you do have a, a global um, market opportunity for which there could or should be a publicly traded company, the, the entrepreneurs who, who we have worked with, um, they view this as an opportunity to get the right amount of capital, to build a great product, to engage with the right uh, and hire the right teams and as a result, have the right source of support at the board level that can help them to build a, a great business over a many-year period and then later bring on more investors and more investors. So I think the first point comes back to, do you have a global category that you should be building potentially a public company um, for and around? And if that's the case, you know these are, these are all big fences and there's a lot of brushes. And so the thinking really be becomes what's the best way to build a great company um, versus the, the control elements of what you've described. And second is, again, you know, the, it, to the extent to which you are building for the right title to, to build a big business globally, um, you want to think about this and says, hey, how do, I, how do I grow this pie and be perhaps less concerned about the dilution that you're taking on? Because not only are you taking on the right amount of capital in a classic Series A financing, whether or not that's $5 million or somewhere thereabouts, uh, you're also getting a network that you can take, kind of take advantage of. I think the issues that you just described sometimes happen and more frequently happen when it isn't a venture-scale market opportunity. And it can still be a fabulous business and a great business, um, but the entrepreneurs might want to figure out how to bootstrap that business and or how to work with other capital sources than venture. Okay. That makes sense. Um, now, for um, for entrepreneurs, now we only have a minute in this segment, so we'll we'll pick up um, the answer to this. But one of the questions I would like to ask you after we break um, from this segment is: um, for entrepreneurs looking to, you know, they're in the stage where uh, they've built, you know, a, a solution. Their customers are gaining traction. They're getting some positive feedback uh, for their solution, and they they think they they might be right for a venture financing round. Um, what's the best way that an entrepreneur can decide for himself whether they are right for venture capital or not? Uh, is there? I mean, would you suggest? sort of a self-test of some kind that an entrepreneur can submit to and say, okay, I'll answer these questions and, you know, if the answer comes out this way, then I'm not, I'm not right or I'm, my business is not ready. Uh, if it comes out that way, then yes, I should go seek financing right away. So I'll let you, I'll let you kind of ponder that question for a second. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Matt Holleran. Stay tuned. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect 
when we return. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Matt Holleran, who is general partner at CloudApps Capital Partners. So, Matt, before the the break, we were talking about, um, you know, what types of businesses and what types of... um, business owners and entrepreneurs and founders are in the right space for venture financing and uh, why in some cases they might be better suited to seek another source of finance rather than for venture. So uh, one of the questions that a lot of our listeners are probably thinking about right now is how do I know if I'm right? How do I know if my business is right for venture financing or should I seek some other type of financing. Uh, so, what what would your advice be in that in that situation? Yeah, Cloud Apps Capital Partners' advice would be in the cloud business application market. If you believe you have a meaningful title that you can be the dominant provider for and really serve that title well, and if you believe uh, that the category itself could be two billion dollars of annual recurring revenue or more on a global scale, and last personally. If your goal is to build a public company and to be the market and category leader and knowing that may take anywhere from six to 12 years from now, but if those three questions are yes, uh, then you should should, uh, speak to venture capitalists and move down the path on venture capital. 
If those three answer to any of those three questions is no, um, we would suggest that you consider bootstrapping when you can have great businesses that are recurring revenue businesses that pay dividends out over many years, or or there are some other uh, creative sources of capital that you may be able to take advantage of. But you want to answer those three questions, and if you do, and you answer those positively, um, you should connect with the venture community. Okay, uh, that's that's good advice. Um, but the 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 question that often comes up is, um, I understand the opportunity for you know several billion dollars of recurring revenue annually, um, but you know I also see uh, companies like Twitter um, that are you know currently valued very well. Uh, companies like LinkedIn that are public, um, they still haven't quite figured out a revenue model. Uh, they're serving a purpose. It's huge. It's global. Uh, a lot of people use it. Um, but the revenue model is still quite uncertain. Um, so let's say I'm I'm the founder of the next Instagram. Um, and yes, I got to if I was the founder of the last Instagram, then I got to sell it to Facebook for a lot of money without really you know, generating a lot of revenues and making a lot of profits. But um, wouldn't I be right in believing that my baby is going to be the next beautiful um, Instagram and I don't really need to be profitable or don't really need to have a revenue model? Yeah, and uh, Cloud Apps Capital Partners, we focus in the cloud business application market. So I'm not qualified to comment on Instagram or Twitter, um, but I am qualified to comment on LinkedIn as an example that you've just described. Sure. And so as we think about you know the, the recurring revenue uh, nature of the cloud business application market, an entrepreneur wants to know that their total available market, um, if everyone was to buy that could buy, is in excess of, of $2 billion dollars. Their company, as a result, may have a market share that's less than that, but that's really what you want to think of as the minimum threshold. In the case of LinkedIn, um, LinkedIn themselves, they have a subscription business for individuals. They have a subscription businesses for companies who are, they have subscription businesses for recruiters. They have subscription businesses for salespeople. Um, and they also have a targeted ad and job posting board business. But their business itself has, has you know, four or five very good uh, revenue engines that they built over time. And much of that is a recurring revenue business that we've just described. So that's, that's more in the line of what it is that we're speaking to today. And how can you see your way to a global, totally available market opportunity of $2 billion or more? Um, of which your market percentage, and as a result, your your recurring revenue and revenue will be less. Um, but I think LinkedIn is a good, good example of of a, a company that certainly has that kind of global scale opportunity going in. Okay, that that makes sense. So um, now, in in terms of um, companies that do take on venture financing and you know embark down the path of you know, Series A and then on to Series B, C, and so on until they eventually uh, either get acquired or uh, do an IPO and get an exit that way. Um, what are some of the most common pitfalls that you've seen um, that founders fall into? What, what are some of the major mistakes that founders make along their journey that might serve as a cautionary tale to founders and, you know, business owners that are listening to? Uh, this conversation right now. 
Yeah, for cloud business application entrepreneurs, uh, what we'd encourage them to think through is, you know, count backwards from when that initial public offering might come, again, six or 10 years from now, and think of, you know, building a great business along the way. And in the cloud business application market, you'll see there's probably about approximately 50 public cloud companies, many of which have market capitalizations now of a billion or three billion or five billion or 20 billion. And so if you are in this kind of category that we've described earlier, where you, you have that opportunity, you want to think about how do I build the best business I can in the most uh, efficient and time efficient way? And then as a result, move back from that IPO moment to, to really consider what's the, the financing that you should do early on. So to your point, some of the errors that we see folks run into is they, they may say, okay, I want to take a $2 million from a headless syndicate of angel investors or seed investors. And in the cloud business application market, that's just not enough. These are meaty business applications that executives need to have their whole teams rely on and to support. You need to sell them. You need to service them. And in general, these, you know, these companies require the right domain expertise and product and in sales and service to get these businesses running. So when they run the math, they usually will land on about a $5 million number of the amount of capital they need to hire the right people to get past the goalposts for when a larger firm might want to invest 10 or 15 million. And so the, the, the mistake that we often see is, is that entrepreneur taking $2 million from a headless syndicate. It's not enough capital. It's not enough focus and it's not enough help. Um, what we would recommend is a, a uh, classic series, a financing of $5 million that, and that includes a handful of high value angels that might be led by a syndicate from Cloud Apps Capital Partners or another firm where the angel investors as a result make sure that the company has the, the right amount of capital, but they can also contribute their expertise in a meaningful way. So those are some of the things we would encourage them to think about is think backwards from a global category leading public company. What are the right ways to build the right kinds of business? And then how do you have the right amount of capital uh, with the right syndicate participants as opposed to the headless syndicate? Okay. And um, let's turn the conversation around now to uh, some of our listeners who may have had uh, exits from their businesses, may have uh, some investment capital that they have access to that they would like to invest um, and participate and give of their, uh, of their experience and their, and their wisdom in working with uh, companies as investors. Um, so if, if, if one of our listeners were to decide, you know, I've got, I've got uh, say, $10, $10, $15 million kicking around that's not making a great deal of money, um, I'd much rather, you know, be an angel investor, invest that in a portfolio of a few different companies um, and, you know, use that uh, to generate better returns. And then, you know, the additional benefit is I can leverage uh, the experiences that I've had in helping uh, other entrepreneurs get ahead. Um, so for, for those people, um, you know, what, what's the best way they should be thinking of um, in terms of how they invest, where they invest, etc. Uh, again, we have just a minute left in this segment. So um, if you would just give some thought to that and I'll kind of flesh this out a little bit and we'll pick it up right after the break. So basically the idea is 
should should people that have money to invest should they only invest in people and companies and management teams that they know um, is there right size of a portfolio should you keep it to one or two companies should it be five or ten uh, that sort of thing so give some thought to that and then let's pick it up when we come back um, we'll take a short break when we come back we'll continue our conversation with Matt Holleran stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect when we return Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. It's time once again to get ready for the 35th Annual Miami Book Fair, November 11th to the 18th. Learn more at miamibookfair.com. Over 500 authors will be coming in from all over the world to read their books, answer questions for the audience, and sign autographs. Award-winning luminaries confirmed to attend this year include novelists like Elliot Ackerman, Robert Olin Butler, Ingrid Rojas Contreras, and Deborah Dean. Nonfiction writers like Dr. Mark Agronin, Mohammed Al-Samawi, Andrea Barnett, and Tina Brown. Celebrities like Justine Bateman, Steve Kornacki, Bill Press. These are just a few of the confirmed 500 authors scheduled to appear at the 2018 Miami Book Fair, November 11th to the 18th. Check out the full schedule of events right now at MiamiBookFair.com. That's MiamiBookFair.com. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Hey, welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Matt Holleran, general partner at Cloud Apps Capital Partners. So, Matt, before the break, we were talking about um, you know, accepting uh, venture financing and what uh, business owners and founders ought to be thinking about. And then we turn the conversation kind of the other way around to think about people that are in the position of being able to invest. Um, and so the question I had for you is, um, what should what should some of these people look at? How would you advise that they make the smartest investment decisions possible. Well, I, uh, I've in the cloud business application market, I have seen this many times uh, over the last 15 years. And when I was an executive at Salesforce.com, uh, my team started the App Exchange ISV ecosystem there, and I've known a number of Salesforce executives who have been successful angels, some unsuccessful, and they've learned a lot along the way. In the last year, I've met with dozens of cloud business application executives who've had an initial public offering or substantial exit, and where this is is a regular topic of conversation. And what we would recommend to um, to your listeners who may be considering this is is first is is consider a a a small number of investments that you think the company itself is serving a meaningful executive, is a global market opportunity and should be a company as opposed to a product and a feature. And we can help um, cloud 
business application executives who may consider being angels to do that kind of analysis, and they can work with a firm to do so, who would encourage a smaller number, maybe put more of their capital to work inside a syndicate led by a venture firm, whether Cloud Apps Capital Partners or somebody else. And then as a result, they can leverage their expertise in this market to help the entrepreneurs in the highest value way. And they have enough capital and they have enough expertise and support around the business so that the angel can add their value uh, but also not be overtaxed by requests from the entrepreneurs themselves. So we've seen this unfold over 15 years and many, many times, and we would encourage them to think through, first, is this really a company they think can be a meaningful company, uh, as they've done first pass work. Second, uh, to work with a firm, ours or someone else, uh, to help to think through uh, whether or not this is a venture scale opportunity. And as a result, that helps to to limit the request from the entrepreneur to them to the highest value things the, that the angel can help with beyond the capital, but to do so in categories that they generally care about. It may be people that they know, which helps a great deal to gain the conviction. It may not be. And as a result, like we have worked with angel investors um, who have brought in opportunities to us, very similar to what we've just described, and they've invested in the Classic Series A syndicate. Uh, in addition, we've also brought angel investors into Classic Series A syndicates where we think they can make a big difference, and they have made a big difference for those companies. So that's a framework we would encourage your listeners to really think through is a smaller number, maybe more significant investments where they think they can help, uh, but where they have really gained conviction that this can be a global category-leading public company as opposed to a product or a feature, and to work with a firm uh, to the extent to which they, uh, they gain conviction in that way, and that firm can help them to gain conviction or not. And that's also appreciated by a num uh, number of uh, potential angel investors who oftentimes are executives and have busy day jobs as well. Sure. Okay. That makes, that makes a lot of sense, and, I, and I'm sure our listeners who are contemplating uh, angel investments are certainly very thankful for that that advice um, so we have just about a couple of minutes left in this segment and um, so Matt what are you most excited about uh, about the future I mean given what you've seen in the sort of cloud apps space and where where the space is going and what's happening what, what are you most excited about we uh, think that now that the whole world is online and now, as a result, um, entrepreneurs who are building solutions for a meaningful executive on a global scale, they really can serve the whole world, small, medium, large enterprise customers all over the world. And that wasn't technically possible until you know, over the course of the last several years. So that enables um, titles where you can build companies around that title um, to grow. And that means great applications for those end customers and those end leaders and great opportunities for entrepreneurs to really serve the globe well. And then also, large companies globally uh, can now manage their businesses globally for the first time, have a single instance for which to manage Brazil and Russia and the United States and Canada and Australia, and can compare and contrast the right kinds of access controls globally. So that's one of the things that me makes us even more excited about the next 20 years in the cloud business application market is the global opportunity for entrepreneurs and a global opportunity for end customers, and as a result for Cloud Apps Capital Partners and our investors. Wonderful. That's excellent. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, uh, and I'm sure our listeners enjoyed it tremendously. Um, and if you have you know, more information to share at some later date, please come back and see us again. It was great to have you. 
Thank you very much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.